Do you ever think about your scalp and what it would what your head looks like if you shaved all your hair off? I've I mean, like, never I've... thought about that, but I have thought that as a man, I can see where you'd have like a little bit of anxiety of like, what if I lose my hair? Because it's not uncommon for a man to lose a bunch of his hair. And what does my scalp look like? Because sometimes you see someone's scalp and you're like, wow, that scalp actually had like wrinkles in it. Like how can your scalp have like wrinkles in it? too hard, I would say like sesame seeds. Where your horns were. No. Like one there and one there. Sesame seeds. That's what they feel like. You know, most most men that we know that are basically hairless on the on the top there, they have like good looking heads. They're Thankfully, fine. Right. You know, they're like Jason Statham esque, you know, like my brother's like a little Jason Statham. Gary for what? I have to sing an intro and know that that's going to be the music in the background. So am I just recording you? Yeah, go ahead. Two of us talking lots. What about not much? Two of us talking lots. What about not much? Fully functional parents. I often think... How can I charm my way into an older couple who's either estranged from their children or doesn't have children into giving me their wealth and putting me them in their will? Like I think about, like how am I going to get in that couple's will? I, I have thought about that at least half a dozen times. Like, oh, maybe I'll be friendly to this person and they'll put me in their will. And I don't think I'm in anybody's will. I mean, my parents have nothing to give. I mean, my mother has a decent amount of money, but, like, my dad doesn't have a will. So I'm I maybe in my mother's will. That's it. I often, on a similar vein, have thought be okay with us getting a divorce and I marry an uber-rich, like, cougar. Oh and then we get God. divorced, like, the next year. Yes. And then I get the... Yeah, um, you just wait for her to die. But we could be we could be without each other for thirty we years. We could have an affair. She's too slow to know. <laughs> so you could be like meeting. You could be like, "Honey, I really want to take pottery classes," and really, we're just meeting to fuck in the car. Like we right. could do that. We could we could pull it. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know if those women are around in silver Buffalo. singles. You could dye your hair. I gotta go to Fox Run. Scope that shit yeah. out tomorrow. So, gotta... do you know how to play mahjong? I am actually quite serious that I don't think that's that bad of an idea. Except for here's the issue. You have to know if that cougar has adult children. Because they will instantly not trust you. Right. They will try to railroad you into honesty and being kind to this woman. And I don't want that. I want you to go for the cougar that's never had children. Yeah, I didn't really think of it this much. You're, you've put a lot more thought into it. I'm telling it. you, I regularly think about how to get in people's wills. <laughs> Why do you think I'm so nice? I'm, I mean, I'm, I try to be egalitarian about my niceness. I, 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 don't, I don't discriminate based on age, race, gender. I'm like universally nice. And, bec- and because of that, I have a number of friends who are in their 60s or even 70s. So I'm saying the odds are getting up there. Right, but you need to find the people that don't have children. Same with me. Yeah. 
Same yeah. with my marriage. Thing. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your cougar hunt has to be a woman who never had children. Yeah. Um, and isn't really interested in children because I don't want her really to play a role in our children's <laughs> sure. lives. Sure, <laughs> so, so she didn't have children not because of, in, of infertility. She didn't have children because she didn't want to have children. And now she's got so much money and she wants to give it to you. So, A, first we're going to scar our children mentally and emotionally for the rest right, of the life. Right, but your cougar's money will, will heal them. <laughs> <laughs> then, B, we are going to stop living with each other from... And just fucking in cars and parking lots. Right. Yes. For, for maybe... Couple, I mean, it, it could be up on, to five years. Depends on how five old you find years. your cougar. I mean, if you've... You don't... You don't have to consummate okay, the marriage. Good. I mean, they just want company. Yeah, they do. I mean, they, we have now created a category of what? Rich cougars. Rich cougars, okay. So, they they are so desperate just for someone to, that they can tell their friends, look at my hot new husband. Regardless, you know, you're 43 right. years old, you're not 28 but you know whatever that's that's hot young new all those things for the cougar to tell her friends yeah 43 i'm mature enough i'm not going to be like an embarrassment to her right 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 your your age is within the realm of moderately reasonable for a 76 year old cougar it's not so easy to pinpoint a person who to, to determine if they're rich or if they don't have children because that's always my goal. When I'm befriending somebody over the age of 70, I'm thinking, rich, children, okay, tick one, don't tick the other one, <coughs> and I'm in. I am your friend in a heartbeat. Because like then, just for money. Oh, yeah. Right, I'm like, your friend. Like, <laughs> like they're going to have a car that they have sitting in their garage because they feel they're too old to drive. That's going to be my car one day. Like, that kind of thing. Like... Put me in your will for that shit, man. I'm just staring at your face. And I look at you and I am so obsessed to the point that, like, you might have hypnotized me. Like, it's freaky. Wait, you're obsessed with what? With you. And then I look at your appearance and I think her eyes are like perfect eyes. Like, I couldn't imagine better <laughs> eyes. And then I look at your nose and I'm like, her nose is perfect. It is and I think the same thing about every part of your body. Oh, you're so funny. It's true, though. I look at you and I'm like, her lips are perfect. Perfect lips. I don't want... Today I did... Market I, I, I feel the same about you. <laughs> Today I, I really did... do. I mean, you... I, I don't want to get into it because it makes me, like, lose my mind a little bit. But those lips right there, motherfucker. Right there. Um, <laughs> so I signed up as a taster for Rich's product. And then every once in a while, like once a month or so, I get a questionnaire that says, when was the last time you purchased frozen mac and cheese? Not whatever. Frozen dinner. What is your feeling about frozen dinners? And then if you get accepted, then you can do a in-house study. Okay. Where they pay you. How much? I got paid a $50 Amazon gift card for a half hour of work. Are you, that's how desperate they are? They're going to give that kind of money out? This is market research. I did this in New York City. That's, a, that's a crazy amount of money. I know. So why am I still working? I can get <laughs> into somebody's will. I mean, first of all, and I can a lot get into someone's will. You're going to marry a cougar. And we're both going to be taste testers for riches. 
I mean, we're going to be millionaires. I mean, fat fire, fucking A, man. I was sitting down in the lobby waiting and I was thinking, man, this is such a good... If I do this once a day, then, oh my God, I would make $250 a week. $1,000 a month. <laughs> okay, I could pay for a car payment. You know, whatever, like the gas bill, right? right like it's Right, not... right. So... And that's if you're working constantly. So I got accepted into the baguette market research, which I think sourdough baguette, like, perfect, right up my alley. Oh my God, yes. So I went today. Now I'm officially a taste master. Oh, wow. I don't even know what those words mean together. It doesn't make any sense to me. You can call me Mr. Tastemaster, Dr. Tastemaster. And that means you're a master of tasting? Taste. I was presented with, we had this whole online questionnaire with five different sourdough bread samples. And for each one, you had to first judge it by its looks and aroma. First, you had to smell the piece of bread. So I would pick out the piece of bread and I would smell it and I would look Did at you it. deeply smell it? Like, No, but there was a gentleman who, if the bread, the bread was on those little white, like wax plates or whatever. And he would pick up the plate and he'd go like that. He would be staring at it from the side. <laughs> like eye level right up to his no- the bridge of his nose, the plate. Why? I don't know. And then, he'd, then he'd sniff it just like. So they would say, for this sample, what do you feel about the aroma? Strong, strong sourdough aroma, slight sourdough aroma, aroma neutral, low sourdough aroma, etc. You have to click on it. What did you feel about the chewiness? What did you feel about the crumb? List, tell us what your favorite things were. Tell us what you disliked. Would you buy this again? Is this similar to what you expect to get from a market? That sort of stuff. I do not think I was the best person for this survey because of my experience making baguettes and my almost obsessive search around the city for the best baguette, which I feel like I've done. Right, you're you I'm, really are a taste master because when it comes to baguettes. You, yeah, you know what they should feel like and taste like, and what does it what does it even look like before it becomes a baguette? You know that. Right. They don't know that you know that right. you fucked it. You fucked it big. Like I wanted to say, this obviously did not even go through a thirty six hour cold ferment. <laughs> what if, I was if that you honest? did that? I would. I would. I would castrate you. I feel. Um, but like. One of them was like, I was like, mm. and it said, is this what the type of quality you expect from this, from a market? And I was thinking, yeah, it's, I feel like the ones in market are crap. Right. So then I would say, yes, but they don't, that's such a bad question because right. they don't know what your barometer is for question. the market. They're thinking that you think the market's the greatest place right. in the world. Yes. Like of course. This, yeah. Of course. So while you're filling out this application, they're asking you, prompting you with these questions. I'm just spending that Amazon gift card in my brain. Well, I'm just wondering, like, do you, like, it ever, like, guffaw out loud to the question? So, like, when they say the whole, like, is this what you'd expect to have in a market? And you're like, Pfft. Like, I just I love the idea that, like, the tastemasters are emoting as they're filling out for each well, one bread. of the questions said, if you this was served to you at a meal... How many slices would you eat? And the options are, starts at 5 to 10, 10 to 15. That is a lie. <laughs> that is, are you lying? You're lying again. Oh, this is lying. I can't even, but your jaw doesn't look as weak now, so I don't know if it was This is a my liar. new lying face. 
I went through all five of them. I had my clear winners. Was there a clear winner? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. There was one that had a loose crumb. It was a little airier. Crust had obviously gone through the Maillard reaction and started to brown. I'm and throwing up in your face. And the sugars in the dough caramelized at the I surface. I hate you. I hate you. When the, when the lamb sliced the dough. Master. When the lamb sliced the dough to create pockets to air to escape, you could see the crags and the light dusting of flour in a true Parisian style. So it was just these five baguettes yeah. and then you left. Yeah, it took 29 minutes. I mean... It was such clearly the winner, too, that I really wanted to say afterwards, like, it's number three, right? Like, there's no That's point. the one. Yeah. That's the one. If you presented me these other things and didn't realize that that's the one, you're idiots, is your point. Yeah. This is like a lineup. It's like a police lineup where it's, like, so obvious who the criminal is. <laughs> like, right. if, if you can't pick out the criminal, we've got some big fucking problems. Is it true that do they still they still pay people to do police lineups? Oh my god, that's another way we can make money and I Wouldn't you be nervous and I would love to be in a lineup because they're not going the police know it wasn't you. You're a volunteer. You think you're going to go to jail? Oh, right. <laughs> I I never <laughs> thought of that. I was like what if you get chosen? That's incredible. You really thought the plants were going to have to go to prison for no, the like, crime? No, I just wonder if I got paid $20 or whatever, and I was number two. And they were like, all right, everyone turn around. Okay, number one, say, give me your money. And he's like, give me your money. And I'm like, give me your money. And then the guy behind the mirror is like, oh, my God, it is number two. It, oh, my God, it is number He was so convinced. The police would be like, no, you're moron. Well, that's maybe the they would start thinking that I would. That's maybe the I ultimate did it. scam. That like you were like, I'm gonna get myself in the lineup for the crime I actually. But they're committed. gonna think I'm an actor. So then, but then I'll get off because I'm like, why would an actor bother to come stand in for his own lineup? It's such a. It's a great way to make money, but also a great way to evade the police. But no, I really have a question. If the witness was like, it is a hundred percent number two, I would. They would. They would look into it. They yes. would be like. Okay, well, that's crazy and a weird right. coincidence. And then they might be like, where were you last? Wednesday? Right, and they'd be like, I'm an actor. I'm a method I was actor. My... So, But yeah, do not do they pay the other people to do the lineup? I always kind of imagine they just grab everybody in cell block D and they're like, all right, you five, come up they here. they all have to re- have the same characteristics. Like, how do you get right, right. 40-year-old redhead women? To have it not be women? totally racist? That's a lot of work to set up a lineup for a, for a jail or a prison because... You you can't stack the deck against the black man by having all other white people in the thing. Right. So if you if you're the witness and you say I saw the guy run away, he was a white, forty five year old man with short brown hair. Right. And they said, okay, well we have to do a lineup and you have to see if you can pick who the guy was, see if you're a credible witness, right? Is that the only right. reason why they do it? Essentially, this? yeah. They're gonna get all mid forties white men with brown hair, right? They're not gonna get. A short black man with right, dreads. Right, but do they have a binder of Right, these where do people? they get these actors from? I mean, you'd have to have an entire, like, acting agency or whatever they right, call it, talent agency, people. just for lineups. And what if you're like, yes, I saw the woman who did it. She's a six foot five redhead. Oh my How do you do a God, lineup with how that? How do you find a six foot five redhead? There's no such thing. Right. But here's what I think happened. I think for a period of time, they were doing lineups. 
They had a basically a talent agency at their disposal. And then it was so expensive. They started just having binders of photos. You know what I'm talking about? The binder of the photo. Such a bore. But I wonder about some of those photos. Are those actors' headshots that they're using to fill the book? Oh, they're like Getty stock images. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, I saw that guy in a Sprite commercial. Right, exactly. That guy was in the Mucinex commercial. I love talking about Mucinex. Oh, hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fully Functional Parents. If you just can't get enough of us and want to let us know, feel free to drop us an email at fullyfunctionalparents at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear from you.